You're welcome to Faith to Faith Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. This morning, um, I'll just share along the lines of what we've been dealing with about foresight. But I want to encourage you to hook up with the Thursday series on the making of 2021. It has been a busy weekend and um, most of maybe what I would have put up or posted has not been done concerning Thursday. But let's look at tomorrow. Amen. And uh, we'll continue our thoughts line on the making of 2021. We talked about elements that you need to make 2021. And one of them we mentioned is the present. I would say the present. And we're, we're talking about the present. On Thursday, we're going to move forward and talk about the picture. Hallelujah. Alright? So, um, if you are on the members only, um, you are in the group on Facebook, members only, you will see the video for last Thursday. And please make sure you're on that group so that you could continue and listen to it any other time you have to. Are we ready today? John chapter 16 verse 13. In John 16 verse 13, we've been reading this scripture. It says, How be it, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And what? He will show you things to come. Some other translations will say he will give you, he will announce to you the events of the future. And that means that the Spirit of God has a role to play in your life to give you what? Foresight. Ever say foresight. Today I want to talk about the foresight advantage. The foresight advantage. In John 16, he's introducing to you the Holy Spirit. That when he comes, and thank God he has come. Hallelujah. Now, when he, what he was talking about was that there's a time the Holy Spirit will be released on all of mankind. At the time that this scripture was being spoken about, or when this event was occurring, or when it occurred, the scripture at that time had not been fulfilled because the Holy Spirit had not been given. Let me just read the scripture just to help you. John 7, 37 to 39. In John chapter 7, from verse 37 to 39, it gives us a picture of what I'm saying. We'll just put up the scripture in a moment. From 37, start from verse 37. It says there, In the last day, Jesus was the one talking, the great, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly 
shall flow rivers of living water. If he had stopped here, you know what he's talking about. But verse 39 now says, But this speak he of what? Of the spirits, which they that believe on him should receive. That means it had not happened yet. He said, For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. But now when Jesus died and rose again, he was what? Glorified. And then the Holy Ghost was now given. Amen. So that day in the upper room, there was an outpouring so that all of us can now receive the Holy Spirit. So that that he, um, John 16, 13 will be fulfilled. That how be it when the Spirit of truth is come. So it has been fulfilled in your life, right? Go back to John 16, 13. He said, how be it when the Spirit of truth is come. When he is come. When he is come. Has he come? So what did he say he would do? He will guide you into all truth. That means I expect to be guided into all truth. The guidance here is not just talking about the guidance is through his teaching and his leading. Amen. And then he said, he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And then he will show you things to come. It means that the presence of the Holy Spirit will give you the foresight advantage. Glory to God. Well, so what do we mean by the foresight advantage? What do we mean? I, I try to explain foresight to you. Foresight is the ability to see ahead. The ability to see ahead. It's not guessing. It's not your best guess about tomorrow. It's not your best guess about next year. No. It is actually seen. I can guess that a car, a blue car, is outside. So there should be a blue car outside. Okay, if not, there should be a black car outside. I can guess that. But it's different from I actually see that there is a blue car outside. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So God is not saying that he, when the Holy Ghost comes, you will be able to guess what is coming. No, no, no. He will see it. Amen. He will see it. He will, he will show you things to come. Without him, you can't see it. But he will what? Show you things to come. So, in my walk with God, I expect him to show me things to come. Glory to God. Now, I, I just explained foresight. The ability to see ahead. Now, when we say the foresight advantage, I want you to get this. Um, I don't know about some of you, but there are advantages we all have in the natural are we together? There are advantages we all have in the natural. Some people have what you call the height advantage, like me. <laughs> we have what? The height advantage. Amen. Are you understanding me? It means that there are some things that your hand cannot reach. And then there are some things. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, somebody might be so tall. So, he say, oh, because he's tall, he has an advantage. Glory to God. Maybe you, you want to play basketball, alright? Then you, the, 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 you, all of you line up. You're all of the same age. Okay? You're all of the same age. Maybe you're all 17 or you're all 18. But now, they're not looking for you, the age. They're looking for those that have the height advantage. Then they say, you this way. You that way. You this way. So, why they selected you now is because of your heights. Glory to God. They feel that. Let's, let them train this one. Are you understanding me? Okay? Let them train this one. It might even become a reason why they didn't even give the guy that doesn't have the height an opportunity to even train 
when he would even do better than the tall guy. Are you understand what I'm saying? Just because of his height, he has an advantage. I remember when we were in secondary school, you know, they came around from class to class and they were recruiting um, people to sing for the mass uh, choir, you know. Then they say, you, how many of you can sing? Of course, if you start lift your hands, some at that age already know they can't sing, you know. So they say, okay, I can sing. Then they say, okay, come and sing, sing the national anthem. You know, so they told me to also sing. You know, all of us sang the national anthem. They said, you sing, you sing, you sing. Then they selected selecting the people. They say, you don't worry, you don't worry, you don't worry, you come. The voice advantage, right? So, this one can sing. So, it gives him an advantage. They selected them for the choir. You praise the Lord. But, and then others are, are just looking. They desire to be there, but they don't have the advantage. Are you with me? They don't have the advantage. So, in the natural, there are certain things that we have that give us an advantage. Am I communicating? In the scriptures, in First John chapter 5, verse 4, put it up. In 1 John 5, 4, is a popular verse of scripture. I just want to show you something. It says, For whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Now, this is King James English. This scripture can be read this way, and I've done a teaching on this years ago. For whatsoever is born of God has an advantage over the world. Praise the Lord. The one that is born of God has an advantage over the world. That overcome, it means he, he, he has conquered. He has an advantage over the world. And the advantage is his faith. Amen. What you have that the world does not have is what? Faith. Glory to God. Faith. Ever say faith. So, faith is an advantage for the believer, right? So, you can be having health challenges and then... You, apart from the fact that there are hospitals, there are certain issues that hospitals cannot address. But because you have faith, they told you you're going to die in two weeks, and then you are still here ten years after. Hallelujah. Why? You are taking advantage of your faith. Amen. Now, where you grew up, all the people that grew up in that place with you, they are, this where they will stop in life. This is where they will stop in life. But by faith, you're broken through. Amen. And you are not where others are. Because you believe in the supernatural. You know that there is an unseen hand that navigates your affairs. Hallelujah. So, faith is an advantage, right? Good. Now, but faith is not the only advantage you have as a believer. Glory to God. Are we together? The other advantage you have is that He gives you a peep ahead. Amen. You know the answer before the exam. Am I communicating? I don't know if some of you know about um, um, all those um, exams that we used to write. Like uh, um, in Nigeria here, we write the Joint Admission Matriculation Board Examinations. We write um, um, SSC, I don't know, YEC exams, you know, and all that, and all that, and all that. Now, if somebody was given the answer before the day, he's been given an advantage. An undue advantage. Undue advantage. It means that he will likely score better than you that didn't know the answer. Am I communicating? Now, it is God's plan that His children will know the answer before the time. Amen. Am I communicating? And you see it consistent throughout scriptures. That's what the Bible was saying. He said He will show you things to come. That means that He has already positioned you to have an advantage over others, over the world. You know what they don't know. 
Look at the scriptures. There are several Bible characters we can use to illustrate what we're talking about. Now, you know the story of um, Joseph, alright? You know, how that Joseph was in a strange country in Egypt. And then the king had a dream. You know the story. And then he saw seven slim, hungry looking cows swallow seven fat cows. And then the king didn't understand, or Pharaoh didn't understand what it was. And then Joseph interpreted it. That there will be seven years of plenty. And then there will be seven years of famine. That means that he has had an advantage of the next 14 years. Hello. Are you getting me? Next 14 years of what will happen in our country. So, the kind of business, if, if Joseph tells you what kind of business to do, hear him. Do you know that what the Pharaoh did simply was that, hey, the man that saw the future should be in charge of it. Glory to God. So he became the chief economic advisor. He became the minister of finance, so to speak. Alright? The one in charge. Let's put, him, put it in his hand. He's, he's, in short, he's, like, he's the prime minister. Glory to God. I'm only playing the role of the monarch. He's the prime minister. He's going to navigate the affairs of this, of this country. Why? Because he had seen the next 14 years ahead. Praise the Lord. Now let me say something to you. When you have foresight... <laughs> Listen, foresight is an advantage. And it's a God-given advantage. You see, I see people that run their homes. You know, you are a parent. Or you, you are a parent, yeah? And then you can't, you can't really help. <laughs> you know, you can be a parent and drive your whole family aground. Hello? Crash your whole family. Why? Because you didn't see ahead. You can ruin your relationship. Why? You didn't see ahead. But God, in His mercy and in His love, has already given you an advantage. That ability to see ahead. The ability is within you, but there are certain things that you do to unlock it. Hallelujah. Are we together? Now, in Daniel's story... I don't know if I should read this, but Daniel had a situation where, uh, you find the story in Daniel chapter 2, you know, where the king, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, had had a dream. And he wanted them to tell him the dream and the interpretation of the dream. And then Daniel got it. How did he get it? When they came to tell him, I, I, I don't know if I'll get the exact verse, but I remember the word Daniel spoke to the king in Daniel 2.28. He said, but there's a God in heaven that reveals secrets. Amen. There's a God in heaven that reveals secrets. So he knew that this thing can only be revealed by God. And he went back to do something. When they came to tell him, he said, give me some days. Amen. Give me some days. Just give me some days. Joseph did the same thing. He said, give me some days. Give me some days. What was he doing with those days? Glory to God. Maybe we'll come to that in another service. But my point here is this. And what I want to focus on here is, listen, function with that foresight advantage you have. 
Don't live your life like the one that doesn't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. Don't live like someone that doesn't have the Holy Spirit. Amen. How can you have the Holy Spirit, the all-knowing one, residing in you, and you're still running blind? I cited Joseph's story, how he saw 14 years ahead. That means that all the economic policies for the first seven years, the focus was to make sure that they saved. Amen. Glory to God. That's the focus. That's the focus. So that in the seven years of famine, no matter what happens, they will survive it. If God reveals to you that famine is coming, you know that it's going to be serious. Amen. Are we together? You know it's going to be serious. Now, you know, we can be in 2020 and not understand what the next year is going to be like. I thank God for all the guys that do forecast and tell you about so, so, and so. But, you know, a lot of times, things have turned um, totally contrary to what they were expecting. I think it was in 2008, you know, Something just dawned on me. I, I normally read all those kind of things, you know, try to find out, okay, what, what direction do they think the economy is going? Or, or foremost economies in the world, what are they talking about? What are they saying about Europe? What are they saying about North America? What are they saying about the Asian tigers? You read all those things. But in 2008, there was a recession all around the world. You know, so it made me ask a lot of questions. And as I was asking the questions, one of the ways the Spirit of God addressed it was a writing that John D. Rockefeller wrote. You know, I won't go into that. You know, that's where it answered it. And it made me understand that, look, if these guys already know what will happen, why could they not predict that there will be a recession? It took everybody by surprise. Hallelujah. Are you understanding me? It took everybody by surprise. That means that I can't just depend on those things. Hallelujah. I can't depend on those things. to allow the Holy Ghost guide me into all truth. Lead me. Do you know there are times where you take a step and it's the Holy Ghost that led you, but it looks like the step is not aligning with what's happening around you. The Holy Spirit knows what he's doing. Amen. He knows what he's doing. He knows the end of the game. Hallelujah. That's your first move. Might not bring all the results. Are you listening to me? But that's not what you're looking at. You're looking at the end. Amen. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. So there was a recession. And it took everybody on our ways. But you know, a man, uh, let me not bother mentioning his name. He's a minister of the gospel. He's a, a, a Christian for many years. He said a year or so before, he was praying. And the Lord told him to take out all his money from the stock market. Take out all of your money. Why? He said, take it out and do this with it. He didn't know where it was. And he had a lot of money there. He took it out. The next year there was recession. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Foresight. I don't know if you've heard stories of the fellow, of the minister that was passing by a property. And the Holy Ghost told him to buy the property in, in America. To buy the property. And it didn't look like any reason why he should buy the property. But finally, he made arrangements. It was not so expensive. He bought the place. After a few years, they discovered oil on that property. 
So he receives royalties. What Niger Delta receives, one man has. Amen. Amen. Are you understanding me? And the man's name is Kenneth Copeland. Amen. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? He receives royalties. Natural gas reserves on that property. Just by the leading of the Spirit. Glory to God. Am I communicating? That's foresight. That's foresight. It's not to go and put your money in MMM. And it will set you back five years. Amen. Are you with me? <laughs> There's a story of a man in this country. Um, I'm trying to remember it, but it's really, you know, you know where somebody is jinxed. You know, jinxed. First, um, I'm trying to remember where, where it all started. He was, as a political, um, um, what's it called, this, this uh, is it the Fourth Republic that started in 1999? I can't remember which of the republics started, the Fourth or whatever. But uh, 1999, when they came back to democracy, they had two dominant parties, right? Uh, three, right? Um, it, it's the PDP, um, a, a, AD, and uh, the, what's the northern one? CPC or so. Am I correct? Okay. So at that time, people are going to where should I align? Should I align here? Should I align here? Should I align here? Then the guy joins the PDP. Alright? And then he joins the PDP because he, he wants to be in the, in the party that will surely win. You understand that? And then uh, they are preparing. Within the PDP, there's a choice of who would they give ticket to? The strongest contestants then were Alex Ekweme from the southeast and Obasanjo from the southwest. All right? So they're going to have a national convention in Joss to decide who is going to be the person to have the ticket. At that time, in the natural, on the political front, Alex Ekweme seemed to have the upper hand. Are you understanding me? Like, they are the guys that started the movement before it became PDP. You understand that? Then, joke, this is a joko. Then they said, the, own, the people that own Nigeria said, no, they'll give it to Obasanjo. Alright, so, as they were preparing for it, he looked at the two and went to the Alex Ekweme camp. Then the ticket was given to Obasanjo. Praise the Lord. Are we together? So when the first four years, they saw him as the, he's in PDP, but he's in the other side. Are you understanding me? They are on this other side. Then Atiku was the vice president. Then it looked like Atiku take the picket, he crossed over to Atiku's side. Amen. Glory to God. And then when 20, 20, 2003, he came back to Abbasenjo, he was still on the wrong side. Are you understanding me? So, now, every time, sometimes he's in the right place. Are you what I'm saying? I, I didn't mention the person's name. Sometimes he's in the right place, and then, when it's getting close to the election, he will cross. And that place will cross, so it will be the wrong place. <laughs> Glory to God. It, that's how his political career has been. Amen. That's how the political career has been. So maybe that um, Yaradua period, you know that Yaradua period, he said, ah, now that Yaradua is here, let me stay with Yaradua. He's with Yaradua, and they're talking down on every other person. Da, 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 boom. The thing went to Jonathan. Ah, ah, ah. Glory to God. Amen. 
he didn't have the foresight advantage. Let me tell you something. I just have a few more minutes. The foresight advantage is responsible for what we call right timing. Everybody say right timing. Being at the right place. Right time. Right time. Right timing is the foresight advantage. And if you have that advantage, there should be right time testimonies with you. Right time. Right time. You know, one of the... um, uh, In the book of Psalms, the first Psalm actually... Um, I, I believe verse 3 and he shall be like a tree put up verse 3, I just want to show you something Psalm 1 verse 3 um, Psalm 1 verse 3, put it up I want to show you something about timing Psalm 1 verse 3 and he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water then look at the next part that bringeth forth his fruit when? in his season that's timing that's timing now, we live in a world that is time-controlled. Time matters. It does matter. Time matters. I'm not push, putting anybody under pressure. I'm not putting anybody under pressure. Alright? But understand what I'm saying. If you had a desire in your life to wear good clothes, to have a nice house, what use will the house or clothes be to you when you are 100 years old and you can't move around? Hello? If you got a Ferrari now, <laughs> amen, it will be much more different than getting it when someone has to drive you and carry you into the Ferrari and keep you in front and say, Daddy, this is your car. <laughs> I say, Grandpa, this is your car. Touch it, touch it. And they're using your hand to touch the car. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. No, no, I'm not putting anybody under pressure, but it is much different. Glory to God. You know? I remember we were in America and then um, we had a brother. We have a brother in, our, in one of church in the church there. You know, he has a, what's the name of that car now? The convertible Mustang is a an open roof Mustang. And my wife just loves the car, so he will come and pick her and just drive without the cover. You know, you know, just drive your head, just be going like that. You know, you know, you know. That kind of thing, you know, and the, the it has this brah, that sound, you know, that kind of thing, you know. For me, it's not such a big deal, you know. Okay, they came to take us to church. I said, Can you cover it, you know? <laughs> Can you cover it, you know? Well, I said, No, no, leave it open, leave it open, leave it open. I said, See, I'm wearing a suit, it doesn't really gel. I'm just sitting there, the car is open. Are you understanding me? If I'm with jeans or t shirt and so on, so on, but she just likes to take my carry us on Sunday evening, then you come, just drive around, you know. Now, maybe 30 years from now, that will not be a drive around, drive around. You understand? If you think you let your teeth not remove. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. But at a younger age, that is really interesting. Are you understand? <laughs> Glory to God. So, the advantage of foresight is that you have right time. Amen. Right time. Right time. There are certain things that should happen in your life now. There are some things that, must, that should happen in 2021. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. Am I communicating? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
That's what the Holy Ghost does for you. Because he will bring, you will bring forth fruit in your season. And he will lead you into it. Amen. Thank God for someone that becomes president at 78. No, no, thank God for that. Are you understanding me? Thank God for that. Thank God for that. President is president. Are you understanding me? You know, there are not plenty of presidents around the world. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, and president of the free world. Wow. That's the biggest thing that can happen to a human being in the natural. But I think I would prefer being a president at 40. Amen. Or maybe 50. Alright? Glory to God. Am I communicating? Yeah. I'm not having anybody. But a president that is older than my father, I know he cannot wake up early. He said, actually, um, we're looking at the budget right They want to think whether we should transfer anything you want to do, want to do. Just do. <laughs> Amen. When you bring a big document for him to read, you say, you want me to read all this thing? Please, someone should read this thing. But when he was military head of state, 1983 to 1985, I don't know how old he was then, but that was about 30 something years ago. Amen. So he was 35 or so years younger. 35 or 37 years younger. Praise the Lord. It was different. Glory to God. Totally different. Am I communicating? So what I'm trying to say to you is that, I I remember, (laughs) listen, even for God to use you, amen. Let me say this to you. It's good to serve God all your life, but it's good to serve Him with your strengths. Amen. Are you listening to me? Say, let's go for evangelism. There's some people that cannot come for evangelism. We are we going for the evangelism. Oh, we must serve the Lord. They say, ah, Pastor, we are tired though. <laughs> I mean, since I've led to Christ, I've not led anyone. But we walk a long distance, I'm tired. Hallelujah. Amen. You understand what I'm talking about? So, there's something about right timing. And I said it's something that comes because you have the foresight advantage. You know that this isn't the time. Okay, I shared with you something the Holy Ghost said to me in 2004. 2004 was 16 years ago. I wrote it down, December. He said, learn about web design and video editing. You will need it in the future. 2004. Praise the Lord. You will need it in the future. I said, gathering materials, gathering things, this, that, that. Say, reading about it, learning about it, da, 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 da. The major outlet of our ministry is those two platforms. Today. Amen. Are we together? It's today. Imagine that it is now. Look at what happened during the lockdown period. Alright? Where we had to be having live services, um, um, online services for everything. The video platform was already set. Amen. 
Am I confused? Imagine that that was the time. You say, ah, that's the way to go. Put it together. It won't work. So there's an advantage. So it was right timing for us. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? Number two about the foresight advantage is that you will enjoy right location. Amen. Being at the right place. Being at the right place. Because you saw ahead. Because you saw ahead. Being at the right place. God already knew that a famine would come in the whole world. You know what he did? He took Joseph ahead and positioned him in Egypt. Amen. If Joseph had been any other place, all his siblings, everybody would have had a crisis. But he was already in Egypt, ahead of time. And growing in the ranks. He was there at 17. He became like prime minister maybe at the age of 30. So maybe it was a 13 year period. God had positioned him ahead. So when the famine was all over the world, the man, Jacob, their father, had money. But there are some problems that are bigger than money. You didn't hear me well, though. Listen to me. I believe in money. I believe in money. I believe in the power of resources. But I also am wise enough to know there are some things that are bigger than money. There are some problems that money cannot solve. Amen? Am I communicating? So Jacob had money. He would give them money. Go and buy food. Give them money. Imagine now, they came to buy food. They can, the person that has the food can decide that he doesn't want to sell I'm not selling. Praise the Lord. He said, Shogun, bring your father. Because he has power. Amen. And then they brought the father and everybody and they all moved over to come and stay in Egypt. Amen. Are you getting me? Now, the right location means that Joseph was at the right place. Even if it's trouble that took him there. Amen. It looked like crisis upon crisis. But in the crisis, the Holy Ghost was still ordering his steps. Lift your hand. Say in the name of Jesus. With this foresight advantage. I will be in the right place. At the right time. Glory to God. The right place. Oh, there's something about being in the right place. There's something about being in the right city. Some say, oh, God can't do anything he wants to do, anything he wants to do. It depends on what you're talking about. You can limit what God wants to do because you're in the wrong place. Why does God give Specific locations for what he wants to do. Because there's something about places. Hallelujah. There's something about places. There's a reason why there's a place called Jerusalem. And that's where everything is going to happen. (laughs) Glory to God. The prophet Elijah was told, go to the brook Sherit and wait there. For I have commanded a raven to feed you there. It means that there are certain resources that are assigned to specific locations. 
If you are in another location, those resources will not come there. I share this all the time. I said, if Elijah said, I don't like Brookshire Ritz. I don't like Brookshire Ritz. No, 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 I don't like Brookshire They don't have Suya in Brookshire Ritz. I don't like <laughs> They don't have Shawarma there. <laughs> Lord, please, 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 please. Can I stay in Texas? So you yeah, go to your Texas. You hear the prophet died in Texas. <laughs> Amen. Because where God told him to be is Brookshire. The raven has been commanded. Your assignment in this season is to take food to Brookshire. Yes, sir. So, in the morning, you take food, go and drop at Brookshire. So, if the prophet was not there, there will be a lot of food at Brookshire. Amen. Because that was where he was assigned. And then when it was time, God said, Now, move from the Brookshire. Because the brook dried up. Next movement. Go into the city. I will show you a widow. All the places didn't look somehow from Brookshire to widow. Are you understanding me? That means there are locations where resources are assigned. I pray that in the coming days and as we enter the new year, hallelujah, you will be at the location that the resources you need for your destiny are assigned. Glory to God. Glory to God. Listen, resources will flow in a particular direction. There are some cities that if you go and stay in that city, cities won't come there to you. This is not about the city being cursed or blessed. No, cities will just come to you there. God, that's why God moves men sometimes. Say, you, go and stay here. You, go and stay here. That same place that was an issue for you is a blessing for the other person. Hallelujah. Just let it be. It is a blessing for another person. Glory to God. But it's an issue for you. Because he didn't send you there. But the man that was sent there, everything will be coming. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to him. Hallelujah. That's the right location. Ever say the right location. Say the, the right timing. The third advantage of foresight is right people. Amen. The right people. In your life, different kinds of people come to you. We've heard it several times. People that add to you. People that divide you. People that multiply you. People that subtract from you. Are you understanding me? They will come to you. And sometimes it's not on their forehead. Glory to God. No, it's not written on their forehead. Without foresight, you will make mistakes. Your connections will be connections. Instead of connections to add or multiply you, they are subtracting or dividing you. Listen. People are important. People are important. And God orders your steps to be around the right people. Do you know that God knows what he put in you. And he knows what he put in this person that will add to you. Glory to God. And that your relating will complement both of you. So he keeps leading that person to have a business with you. To have a reason to transact with you. 
I know many people don't see it a lot of times. Because they just think, eh, do you know there are some people that, let me, permit me to say this to you, it's not, be, be very, very, um, I'm looking for the right word to use, be, be spiritually conscious of the people that you let into your space. Amen. Are we together? I've told you this before. Anybody you accept to be your friend, you are permitted to influence you. Glory to God. Anybody you accept to be your friend, you are permitted to influence you. So, the people you allow into your space, are they here to fulfill something? Is there, see, the kind of people that should be around me are those that I'm fulfilling something in their life or they're fulfilling something in my life. There's no, if there's nothing like that, then we don't have any business together. I'm not the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. So, if I'm not fulfilling something, and I prayed that prayer years ago, a particular year, I think it was 1998, entering 99, I was just like concerned about some things. So I just said a prayer. I said, Lord, in this new year I'm entering in the name of Jesus. Let me just have the people around me that I'm impacting their lives and those that are impacting my life. Let me, the other people, let me not see them. Amen. Towards the end of the year, someone said, Do you know we have not seen this year? I said, Yeah, one of them. Let's <laughs> not say, ah, Do you know that? I don't know how we just became close this year. I said, I know. Amen. Glory to God. Am I communicating? So ask yourself, the people you've la- allowed into your space, is that the right, are they the right people? Do you know Satan can send someone into your life? Amen. Even in church. Amen. Yeah. A brother told me, he said that he, he was sick. Ill, you know, just getting sick. Every time getting sick. Every time getting sick. Every time getting sick. You know. So when he traced back, he discovered that. And I believe God helped him. He said there's a friend he has. Anytime the, the friend comes to his house. Now, this is not witchcraft too. You know, because in, as I'm talking now, some of you, the first thing you're thinking is witchcraft. And some of you don't. That's, witchcraft is, is just one of the one million ways that Satan moves. Are you understanding me? <laughs> you know. Today is not a witchcraft service. So, <laughs> let me just leave that one. So, uh, you know. <laughs> now, he said that friend will come. And then, sit down. And the friend is always bringing gist. Are you understanding me? He said, ah, how now? Two of them are believers. He now said, you hear what happened for uh, Redeemed Church? He said, what happened? <laughs> What's that in the Igbo? They say, Church of Bachelor or something like that. So, you, know, you, know, you know, he will now start talking, start talking, bringing out things. He say, eh, eh, eh. They will talk, talk, talk. He said, they will be discussing things about church Ministers of gospel, Christians, after a while he will talk, 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 talk. He's, he, took, he says sometimes he will feel like something has left him. Are you understanding me? Then when the friend leaves, he will feel bad about what he said. Are we together? It was his wife that told him. So have you not discovered that anytime you, this guy comes, when your sickness starts? And he observed it was true. It was true. Because anytime that guy comes... 
It makes him say things he's not supposed to say. Glory to God. Am I communicating? And the guy knows his weakness. The guy can make him talk. Are we together? There are people like that. Now, as long as that friend is around him, that struggle will continue. That's not a right connection. It's not a right relationship. Then there are friends that come around you. Amen. And when they go, you start praying. You know, you go and check scriptures. Are you understanding me? You start planning your next project. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That's, they, they inspire you. First of all, which friend are you? You, what friend are you? And then what kind of friends do you allow in your space? So, when people are coming around, you can already see, foresight. Hmm. This thing, this way is going to go already. Hallelujah. This direction is going. See, it's even foresight that makes us choose the right spouses. Amen. Am I communicating? Even the right spouses. Do you know that there are some brothers, even if you carry the the wife that God has given them and put in their hand, they will not see. So, what is this thing they put in my hand? This is not my speck. <laughs> he will not see. He will even hold it in his hand and be looking somewhere else. <laughs> see that one. <laughs> see that one. He doesn't have foresight. He doesn't have foresight. When you see a brother that has not made up his mind... Let me use some unmarried sisters. Come, come, come. I'll end here. Three of you, come. Are you married? <laughs> I'm joking. Come. Amen. See four of them now. Alright? Now, the brother is in faith to marry. Say, it's my time to marry. I, I, it's time. Then he wants to marry you. Then he meets her. Sister, how are you? She's fine. Oh, you know. Then, so, um, how has life been for you? Fine. You know, she's talking, she's talking with him. Da, da, da. <laughs> Give me a hand. Like, oh, you know, it's so wonderful. Great, 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 great. Immediately he finishes this. I just say, wow! <laughs> wow! Give me a Oh, oh, oh. Did I tell you I'll marry you? I've not told you that. Oh, I'm, telling, I'm coming. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. You know, I say, hey, yellow sissy. <laughs> See, don't tell anybody. It's you I will marry. Now I say, ah, I like them tall. <laughs> Confusion. Are you understanding me? Now, he met four sisters. No foresight. No foresight. Now, maybe it was this one. Are you understanding me? He met first. But because he had met these other three, he's now confused. Three of you surround me now. You'll be going. Stand there. Turn back. Just in the head. Turn. Now, these three around him. Be calling me. Come. I'm coming. Oh, eh? 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 Coming. Wait. <laughs> he will stay here and waste three years of his life. Then the Lord will now compensate her. Say, for standing this long, come. Let me give you correct man. 
<laughs> Amen. Are you listening to me? Then the, this one has been, has been taken. There are some brothers that's where they are. This is message is for you. Thank you. So foresight, the advantage of foresight, it will give you, will bring you to a place of right timing. It will bring you to a place where you have the right, you'll be at the right location and then you will have the right people around you. Let's rise to our feet and just thank him for today. Give him praise. Give him glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank him everywhere. Thank him. Pray and say, Lord, I want to function and enjoy the advantage of foresight. That foresight advantage, it belongs to me. Let me live with it. In every decision I will make concerning my family, my personal life, my finances, let me function with the foresight advantage. Ratuma ande pratuse bledikezi randa kapayaka tosho lobo brigadiete ratinge ekledinge bradonge bredoske pretuse brigadiete rapaiga doske rabakatosho lobo brigadiata rataya katosho lobo brigadoso brigadiete lamando kopratia katiete radakatiete lobo brigadoso radagadiete legadiete rando kopayaka tosho lobo osho rando kopredinge doso brigadiete randa kapayaka tosho lobo brigadiete thank you lord jesus we give you praise. And Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray that we will all function and enjoy the foresight advantage. He will show us things to come. All our decisions and actions will be based on foresight. I pray that the coming weeks ahead and the year coming will be the greatest we've ever seen. Better days ahead for us better months ahead for us and a better year ahead for us in jesus most precious name and let the church say loud amen thank you for listening to this message if you have been blessed you can reach us by email on info at faith to faith online.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560 you are big blessed and loaded Around the world, by the power of the Lord.